0: Thank you so much for joining us today on the Doing Good Podcast. Today, we're excited to interview Idella, who is a volunteer and is willing to
1: share her passion with us.
0: So Idella, would you start us off by just sharing a little
1: bit about who you are and what you do? I always like to tell people I'm the gray-haired old lady in the gray truck. Having driven 54 years is almost a legacy by itself, I think. I have become a poster child for a lot of folks. It did start when I was 11. I drove a car for the next old man next door down to Long Beach, but my oh. grandmother also toted me to church, the Methodist Church. Started me in the choir uh, at 12, and uh, she was Eastern Star and did a lot of a lot of good work. She she was a, she was an awesome lady, and and I think that's where my love for working with people, working with children, uh, helping. Started and of course my love of driving started when I was eleven, going down to going down to Orange County to the roller derby. <laughs> that that was a lot of fun.
0: That sounds like it. What a way to grow up! And it sounds like too that the way you're serving comes from I'll say deep inside your core.
1: All the work I do is very satisfying.
0: Would you please uh, explain a little bit more about what that work is and what you did that day? Because and what organization you did that for? So people oh. can understand more about not only who you are, but what you do as a volunteer.
1: Well, all of these groups that I work with are intertwined. They, 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 they feed off of each other. They, they happen to each other. And of course, CDL tier is Truckers Emergency Assistant Responders, CDL being the, the, the license. And that's a charitable organization started by the group Real Women in Trucking. CDL tier helps drivers, whether it's men or women that have been stranded by their companies and or difficult situations, um, sexual harassment being put out by a partner, um, any number of situations, but they're stranded out on the road without any resources. And this gentleman uh, had to uh, I won't go into all the details, but the the company definitely did him wrong. And he was stranded there with no way home. And it looked like he was going to have to sleep out in the snowbank. So we we vetted him and went through it. And we got him a motel room, which we did that directly. And then we got him enough money for his bus ticket and and got him home. It's a matter of thinking outside the box sometimes. And so are the charities. Um, CDL Tier, like I said, helps stranded drivers. Real Women in Trucking is an advocacy group. We work with FMCSA, Jason's Law. We've been instrumental. Uh, we, uh, our president was instrumental in starting Jason's Law. Um, we're working now on working on driver training and sexual assault in the trucking community. And let me assure you that it knows no gender. Uh, it's co-worker violence is what it is, workplace violence. That's, that's a better term for it. I also work with uh, Truckers Christmas Group, which I said helps family that have fallen on hard times. At Christmas, I work with Operation Roger, which is a volunteer pet transport. Transport pets for rehoming, adoption, family to family and military for a nominal fee. And the truck drivers do it all out of this. Everything that they've done in every group that I work with, we're all drivers. And we're all doing it from the seat of our trucks.
0: Fantastic. So then that means a lot of phone calls. I'm guessing some emails when possible. Mostly phone
1: calls. Sometimes right. I the phone all day long. So I really have learned to to multitask and depend on my, on my uh, uh, Bluetooth headset. So
0: Idella, you've told us a little bit about your family background and what you do as a volunteer. Could you also share with us, I'll, I'll say, how you first thought you could volunteer as a truck driver on the road? I would think that it would be a solitary
1: position and you just... It's very lonesome especially before social media and everything came on, being by yourself. You, you, you have all day to think, think all day long and you go through scenarios. And, and I have to say part of my starting with volunteering and doing is because my third child had Down syndrome and I was 21 and I met a wonderful lady that ran a school, Juanita Nichols, for children from all ages, from adult to babies, I got my son enrolled in the school because I had two other girls to take care of. And, and she's the one that actually taught me how to help people, you know, where, how, and resources and stuff. I have reached out and helped a lot of people and I've been burnt. I've been burnt a couple of times. It is a draining. Sometimes when you try to help people and teach them and educate them and, and, and this, that, and the other thing, sometimes when you're talking people and you're trying to guide them, to make better decisions. And sometimes it's very hard. You find yourself giving them the worth of what you've already done and what you already know. And then all of a sudden, they're really wanting you to do it for them. And I keep saying, I'm not going to volunteer anymore. I'm not going to say yes to anything. And Julie Dillon from St. Christopher's Fund called me the other day and asked me to be on a committee. And I said, of course. I I can do that. (laughs) Not only are my, what I consider my charities and my my things, I have people that help us like Road Pro and that, and they have their charities and they'll call and say, well, can you, and if it's not too much, I usually do. I I, I really like to get involved. I really like doing it. And I usually consider myself the cleanup person. I come along when we've got, say we've got an, a, a program going on or I've went to them and something happens and says, oh my God, what are we going to do? I'm usually the one that comes up with the answer or the resources. So I'm the fireman. Well, is there a story you could
0: share? And I'm, I'm going to ask you for a couple of different types of stories, but this particular type of story, uh, is there one you can share which uh, helps us understand how your service benefited the uh, child or the family that you served and like what organization that was with? Well there's one that comes to mind, and i
1: I again, my memory's not the best in the world, but it was Trucker's Christmas group this year. Of course, we start raising money just before Thanksgiving. We don't do it all year long. We have a a, a christmas store and, and and donations, and we have family uh, groups that help us, you know, that that fund us. And uh, during the vetting process, there was a gentleman that had been standing on the side of the road tightening down his flatbed load and a vehicle now i'm not sure what vehicle came across the medium lost control and hit him and they had to amputate one of his legs no and at this, in this recovery time he was it was being anticipated that he may lose the other leg no we talked to him we vetted him uh, his wife did not speak english uh, of course, we bedded him and talked to him, and he was so upbeat, so happy, so this is what's been dealt me, and I'm going to deal with it. So, of course, he made the betting process, and, and, and in this particular situation, we abort—I believe we aborted each family $800 uh, this this last year. It's wonderful, and we did our Christmas call, which Greg Manchester is our Santa Claus, and uh, we called them and told them that you know that we were going to fund them $800 and went through the process of how we're going to do it. This particular family was going to get a a cashier's check and um, the family that the people that do that are also truck drivers and they both work. In fact, they work for the same company I work for. So it was going to be a couple of days before they could do it. And before we could get the check made out to him and cut his wife called that morning and he had passed away. She woke up that morning and he was gone. Oh no. So, of course, they still got the money, but to keep her from having a lot of problems, we went ahead and cut the check in her name, you know, just to make things simpler right. but it, it was it was heart rendering it was heart rendering and and uh, we do this every year and 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 I always tell people if you ever get a chance to listen in on the Santa Claus, when we give people when we tell them that they 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 we're going to be awarded the money, it, it's, it, you're hooked for life. Uh, right. this lady, oh my God, they were going to shut my gas off tomorrow. I wasn't going to have any heat, uh, just any number of things. And of course the money awarded is to be used as they see fit. There, There's no restrictions on it. They can buy Christmas dinner. They can buy Christmas present. They can pay bills, whatever they need to do. But that one really stuck in my mind that day. And, and uh, sure. we, sure. And, and, and a lot of these people have gotten hurt or things have happened to them because they were out doing good deeds and helping pe- other people. You know, it, this, the, they, they fall on hard times due to no fault of their own, due to no fault of their own.
0: I just can't believe, I mean, what a touching story because, and two, it, 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 for the listeners out there, it's so interesting to me when I ask someone to share something that impacted the client but yet, it had even perhaps more impact on the volunteer. I think that's what is oh, absolutely. so seen in what you just said. Could you share another story where you, you were personally touched by the service you were providing?
1: Yes. Um, and again, this is Trucker's Christmas Group, and it was several years ago. And the family had had some health issues, and, and they had a little girl that had Down syndrome. And she was having; they were having to tube feed her, and 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 do some work with her. And, and uh, in the vetting process, after the, the we talked to them, and and some of our volunteers just couldn't understand why they had to do that. You know, um, they weren't understanding what Down syndrome was and what the problem was and why they had to do it. And and it touched me because I had my child and had down syndrome and it I knew what to say to him I knew how to explain it to him and it touched me because I was able to say what the problem was and why it was a problem and why she had to do that with her and why she needed to stay home and not be out on the truck to help her daughter that was very close to me very close to me and and having done that I over all the years everything that has happened to me and what I've done and haven't done has only prepared me to help people other people with the same problems. I say, well, I've been there and I've done that. I, I'm very careful not to tell them what happened to me because it's not about me. It's about them. But if they know that they, that you can understand, it really helps.
0: And and I respect that that you say that it's about them. But right, sometimes just sharing a little bit of that personal connection a bit, yeah. helps, helps somebody yeah. understand on the other I've side of it. I had
1: people do it for me. I had people do it for me.
0: What else is on your bucket list or do you have a bucket list for volunteering
1: activities? Yes, I do. My bucket list is I have got three or four people that I'm bringing into the fold and I am introducing them to the people that I know and my resources and my friends and getting them ready to take over. When I retire, I will sit here at home if I'm at home and I will do more research more touching out that sort of thing but even then i don't want to quit i want to travel i want to go see things i want to go hiking that's why i've been working on the knee shots i got a friend that wants to take me places and i want to go dancing you know what they do those those uh line dancing and stuff now i used to step i used to love to two-step and i haven't been able to for years because of my knees and my goal is next year right after christmas I'm going to go, I'm going to be well enough with my legs to go two-stepping and I'm going to film it. Or I'm going to go flash dance or something. I'm going to do something.
0: I love it. From a truck driver to a two-stepper. I yep, love there it.
1: Go. There you go. Where my cowboy Fan- hat. Fantastic. But if I can do, do more work from the computer, then all that's, all that's much better. But uh, I don't want to see these projects die because lack of interest because there have been so many programs over the years, like busy Gomez and, and the, the things that, that, uh, because they didn't pass the hand, they did, weren't able to pass that. The, the, what's the word I'm looking for? The baton, the baton, mm-hmm. the baton, baton on. And, uh, I have been fortunate to make friends, lifelong friends with people that I had never been able to meet before through social media, through mm. the and 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 I bless the day. I bless the day that each one of these things that got me involved in this because it, it is a blessing. It, it's just, it's such a good feeling.
0: And too, to add on to it, it seems that the trucking industry is such a family.
1: We are a family.
0: Oh my! And goodness. to be able to help your family, your extended family, who you may not have even known of.
1: beforehand,
0: but yet you're able to help, I think would be such a meaningful, um, would bring a lot of meaning to one's life. Now, before we uh, close out for the day, do you have any final thoughts, any parting thoughts you have for anyone who may be listening about volunteering or your passion or um,
1: just helping others? Absolutely. I'm involved with Operation Roger, which I said is the pet transport, the CDL tier Real Women in Trucking, St. Christopher's Fund, Trucker's Christmas Group. Um, They can email me at my name, IdellaHanson, at att.net, or they can call me. My phone is right on my Facebook page. Uh, They can look up my Facebook page. They can call me. Uh, email me, text me, message me, and I will hook them up with something that they would like. I promise you, I will. I, I'm involved in a lot of health programs with St. Funds, preventive health programs, and 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 uh, I think that is important that we 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 look to our health. And I've been working on that, and they've been helping me. And I'm anxious to to uh, get people started on that and towards that way. You know, this one particular group gives vouchers to truck drivers. They can get the shingle shot. They can get a flu shot. They can get a pneumonia shot. And if they're ins- what their insurance doesn't cover or they don't have insurance, it is free to them just for being truck driver. All they got to do is make that phone call. Or make right. That
0: well, actually, the first, all they have to do is find out about it and know about it. And they can only do that
1: through people like you. Right? Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I doubt it. I talk it. I preach it. And I... Wait a minute, I didn't wear it today. <laughs> I wear it. If I'm not in my uniform, I wear my Real Women in Trucking t-shirt or my Operation Roger t-shirt or or whatever. But um, they're all good groups if you're interested. And if you have something that you would like me to look into, all they got to do is call. And and you're more than welcome to put my phone number out there. Everybody has it. So <laughs> I daughter, love it. I might, well, and- I, might, I might get a date. <laughs>
0: And nobody's going to mess with you because you have a gun. That's right, three fifty-seven. <laughs> oh my goodness, <laughs> Idella, you are just such a such a joy and such a pleasure. I'm thrilled that you are out on the road delivering and making the world go around, but also just helping the next person, the person next to you, within Absolutely. the truck driving industry, and um, serving those people. I have an amazingly unique question, and Idella, what is your advice for young truck drivers coming into this industry?
1: Don't leave home without a jacket, and don't pee into the wind.
0: Such fine words to leave on today. <laughs> thank you so much. It's really a joy. I I can't say this has been fantastic, and um, thank you again. Thank you for your time and heart, and for sharing it in every way with each and every organization you serve and um yeah i'll be watching for you out on the road
1: remember laughing makes you feel better
0: that's true thank you idella and thank you to everyone listening today we look forward to, to connecting with you in another episode soon